0: Hi, guys, welcome to Anna Marieisms. I'm your host, Anna Marie, obviously. I created this podcast because I have so much to share with you, and it's just not going to fit in a nice, neat container. With that in mind, buckle up and let's talk about life. Hi guys, welcome back to the Annamarism's podcast where we talk about life, spirituality, relationships, basically anything I'm allowed to share with you guys. Um, let's get right into it. So I've been feeling a lot more unruly and rebellious than usual lately, which is kind of saying something because my human design is heretic investigator, so, you know, heretic right there in the name. I'm pretty rebellious by nature. Um, but lately I don't, I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's, if it's like the eight fucking planets and in, in retrograde or if it's the being quarantined and the world going crazy and feeling all the collective energy or what the heck it is. But I feel like just absolutely fucking some shit up. So this is going to be a little bit more uh, of an explicit audio, obviously, already, because that word keeps coming out. See, rebellious. Let me explain (laughs) to you guys why we need people who are disruptors in our society. And I, I don't really know where this is going. Do I ever? Sometimes, maybe a little bit, but... We need disruptors, people like me, people who are rebellious immediately, because otherwise you wonderful idiots, (laughs) the majority of people would stay happy in the same stupid status quo for their entire lives, like 99.9% of the world would be happy with just everything remaining the same. Not really happy. They'd be comfortable with it. They wouldn't feel the need to find a reason to change. They wouldn't grow. They wouldn't challenge their own thinking. They'd have no reason to question shit. And it's funny because the reality is is that, I don't know, lately I've been saying a lot of things that have been, quote, controversial on my Facebook and other social media platforms most of them shouldn't be controversial in the first place, but for whatever reason they are. And some of them legitimately are controversial. But what happens inevitably is I get blocked and deleted from those posts. And the reality is, is that I don't post things that I'm not led to post. So what's going to end up happening for most of those people is they're going to go about their own lives. And at some point what I talked about is going to come up again and they're going to remember that post and realize, Oh damn, maybe I shouldn't have deleted her and blocked her and called her an asshole. Um, But we we get so angry at rebellion in society. Um, You know, my parents, like like all parents, believed that rebellion was a sign of uh, a child who was badly behaved. And that's not their fault. You know, that's that's what society teaches, that rebellious children need to be tamed, that it's a bad thing to be rebellious. That's disrespectful and misbehavior. And it's not. You know, um, it can be, and something that I've, I've been learning the last couple of years is that rebellion for rebellion's sake is not helpful. Um, you know, it's funny because as I grew up, I was always called rebellious, even though half of the stuff that I wanted to do that would have really been considered rebellious, I didn't do. Um, comparatively to a lot of other people who were rebellious, I was a saint. Um <laughs> But so when I finally got a little freedom to be rebellious or took the freedom to be truly rebellious, I was uh, at least verbally rebellious for rebellious sake, just to just to throw off what I considered to be shackles. And you know, I've learned that that's not helpful or healthy. We don't need to take a stance on everything just to to create contention, just to create confrontation, just to create, there's a word that I'm looking for that I, conflict, that's it. Because um, conflict for conflict's sake isn't helping anyone and isn't healthy or helpful. However, however, there's a lot that goes on in the world that we need to rebel at, you know, um, we need to rebel at, at the fact that most people are born into poverty and not necessarily the way that a lot of people think we do. You know, it's not the fault of most rich people that people are born into poverty, you know, it, it's, it's not. There are some people who probably are at fault for that. There are some people who are at fault for the way the system is designed. But that's, you know, like that's a case of where rebellion for rebellion's sake wouldn't be helpful. But rebelling properly, rebelling in a way that is powerful, can be. Um, Rebelling at the fact that racism is still rampant in our country, and it is. Rebelling at the fact that men are still freaking trying to control women. Um <laughs> and here's something on that, people. Like, you know, I posted a status this morning that some men are very upset about, which is amusing, and most of the women are like, you know, rah-rah behind me. But women are not designed to be tamed. And neither are men, by the way. Like we are not really actually designed to be, uh, what's the word? Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to p- literally pause this. And right here is where there can be a message from our sponsor where I go look up the word that I'm trying to think of. All right, I'm back. And here's the word domesticated domesticated. <laughs> Humans are not domesticated by nature. Like that's something that we've kind of developed over our lifespan. And what happens for a lot of us is we push down our natural instincts and urges. They become subconscious and then they wreak havoc in our lives because we don't honor them. Humans and animals are not domestic by nature. And yes, we do evolve into a place where it's easier to tame us just like dogs and cats do. Um, or I, I should say dogs do cats. They say are not truly domesticated. Um, they make that choice individually. Um, but while we may have evolved to lose some of our natural tendencies, We are not designed to be tame. We are designed to be wild um, and to live wild and to live free. Um, And many of us have have completely lived our entire lives without even understanding what that looks like, without understanding that. It's not inappropriate to be ourselves One of the things that I, one of my major shortcomings is that subconsciously I have, for years, kept my audience from growing. That I've kept my audience really, really small. And the reason is because I am terrified Of the ugly comments. I hate when people don't like me. Like (laughs) some of you might be surprised to hear that because I come off as kind of sharing my heart and being open and vulnerable and, and just being overly honest and sharing things that most of you would never dream of sharing in your, in your wildest dreams. And yet I'm really tame Compared to what I want to be sometimes. And I haven't allowed my audience to grow subconsciously because I look at how people talk to celebrities, how people talk about people like Michelle Obama or Sandra Bullock, who are just phenomenal, classy, powerful, wonderful women and people still are nasty to them. Nasty. Those two women in particular, it seems like it's a thing to say that they're men, that they're transgender, which by the way, shouldn't be a, an insult anyway, but they use it as an insult. They say that they're men like, like, and, and how better to strip a woman of her femininity than to make a comment like that. Especially when you have a problem with transgender people like these people seem to have. It doesn't matter what you do. If you get in the public eye in any way, shape or form, Someone is going to be absolutely horrifically mean and nasty to you because you trigger something in them that that makes them uncomfortable or makes them unhappy and they need to take it out on you. And guys, I'm like, I'm a heretic investigator, but I am terrified of people hating me, (laughs) I am terrified of people not wanting to be my friend. I am terrified of people attacking me for no reason. So it's interesting that what I've been led to post recently has all been things that's very contentious because it's bringing in those comments, even in the game that I'm playing recently. Like I've had just a few people decide to viciously attack me and attack my character and what I think I'm being kind of groomed for in, in experiencing all of that is that I have to, and, I, and I, I think I've talked about this on a podcast episode before, I have to be able to, or I have to be willing To experience those kind of comments in order to grow bigger, in order to have my platform be larger, in order to pursue the dreams that I want to pursue, in order to have the impact I came to the earth to have. And I keep having that hang up, that hang up of what are people really thinking of me? And I don't want people to hate me and I don't want people not to like me. And this isn't like, I don't, what I don't want from this podcast is a whole bunch of people being like, oh, we love you. You're so great. Like, that's great and wonderful and thank you. But that's not why I'm saying this. The reason I'm saying this is because it's so vital for people who have a message to share. It's so vital for people who are the true rebels. It's so vital for people who are heretics, for people who are the dis- disruptors, to speak, to say contentious things, even when there's backlash, because we're necessary. Because without us, the world would operate in status quo mode always and forever. And maybe you're not someone who is a full-on heretic like me. Maybe, maybe you're not someone who is designed to disrupt things by your very presence. But you're also not designed to be tame, no matter what your design is. You're also not designed to stay silent when you see something wrong, you're also not designed to remain quiet out of fear of what others might say or do or think because, and I mean, this is a theme. We see it everywhere. It's probably oversaid and yet people still need to hear it that people are going to hate you no matter who you are, no matter what you do. Someone somewhere is still going to have a problem with you. Someone somewhere is still not going to get it, no matter how much of yourself that you are. And I'm not sure that was originally where I was going to go with that thought. I feel like there was some other line that I wanted to say and that I didn't say, but maybe there's a reason I can't quite grasp it. It is better for people to hate you for who you are than to love you for someone you're not. And you can only be who you are meant to be in the world If you are willing to lose people over it, you're going to lose people anyway. Isn't it better to lose the ones who really can't love you for who you are than maybe to lose people who might have stayed around if they had seen the real you? Own who you are. Whether you're a rebel or someone who's really not. Own the life you came here to live. Own all of you. People come and go. And when they go, they make room for people who are going to understand you better and love you better for exactly who you came here to be. So this week, while the world is crazy and there's work to be done and there's love to be shared and there's rebellions to start, go out and fuck shit up. But don't rebel for rebellion's sake. Instead, seek first to understand and then to be heard. I don't know who to quote when I'm saying that, but, you know, it's a popular saying. And try to look at everyone and everything through the eyes of love. Because love can be rebellious, too. Don't think for a second that it can't. It definitely can. But when you act from a place of fear and hate and anger and grief, It's a lot easier to act in ways that are not authentic to who you are or what it is you really want to be doing. When instead you step back and you deal with those emotions and then you get to a place of love first before going out and saying all the things and doing all the things that people still need to hear that are still uncomfortable, that still create conflict... Those actions and those words will be a lot more powerful and a lot longer lasting. And even the people who walk away or who are angry or who don't get it will probably at some point in their lives eventually remember what you said and remember that it was said in love and come back full circle to a place of understanding. Trust yourselves this week. Love yourselves this week and love everyone else. And then create a tornado or two just for fun. Love you all and I will talk with you soon. Bye. much for listening to this podcast. I hope that in some way it has enriched your life. If you have questions, comments, or you have a topic that you would like for me to cover or a guest that you would like for me to have on, please feel free to email me at annamarie.legacy at gmail.com. You can also check out my website, annamarieisms.com. There's so much information on there for you. I look forward to hearing from you Please join us next week and until then, know that you are loved, I love you, and there is nothing that you cannot do.